Hey, welcome to Shortcast with Ryan, and I'm your host. Make an observation or ask a question. Do some research, create a hypothesis, run an experiment, collect data, analyze the data, and draw a conclusion. Does this sound familiar to you? These are the steps to the scientific method. The structure to which we approach scientific learning to expand what we know about the world and ourselves. When we think of running experiments, most of us quickly draw up the image of a pair of scientists in white lab coats with some glasses on, leaning over a microscope or tinkering away at a bubbling concoction of chemicals. While these are the classic examples of scientific experiments, I want to talk about the importance of running experiments in your own life. In the last podcast episode, we talked about the importance of learning, and specifically learning how to learn. And one of the best ways to learn, even about yourself, is to run experiments where you are the test subject. This is an idea and philosophy that I've more or less inherited from Tim Ferriss, but its importance can be applied to almost everyone's life to great effect. Before jumping into ways you may be able to begin experimenting in your own life, I want to first talk about the idea of running a personal experiment and how I've done it a few times myself. First, the idea of running personal experiments. Oftentimes, we have individual goals or things we may want to accomplish, improve, or perhaps change in ourselves. You may want to get better in shape for the summer or get a six-pack of abs for the first time. You may want to learn how to meditate. You may want to become a better cook or feel more confident. Well, if you have any goal at all, the next step is figuring out ways to get there, ways to accomplish your goal. And this is where running experiments can come in. Let's just say, for example, you want to get into summer shape for your upcoming beach trip. You may want to lose a few pounds or maybe slim up and put on a touch more muscle. Well, you know there's tons of different ways in which people have done exactly that. And you've heard of some people who just go crazy in the gym and end up getting jacked, but aren't sure if that's for you. You've heard of some people who swear by their newest diet, but aren't sure if that's for you either. And you've heard of people who are taking this or that supplement and running miles every day, but you're just not sure if that's for you. There are so many choices and paths you can take to accomplish your goals, that making the choice and picking one thing you can stick to is a huge challenge. So huge that oftentimes we will set a big goal like getting into shape and start some sort of diet or workout routine only to fizzle out within a week, maybe two, feeling like a failure for not accomplishing our goal. Well, This is where Tim Ferriss and I like to think in terms of an experiment. Instead of picking just one path to reach our goal, how about we try a handful of things for a specific amount of time? 
why don't we turn these different choices, paths, into experiments? These experiments, in this case, could be, I'm going to try a slow-carb diet for a week and see if that is something I feel like I can stick to. Or, I'm going to try this specific workout routine for a two-week cycle and see if I feel or look stronger or enjoy it. Breaking down your goals into smaller chunks and experimenting with different choices or paths does a handful of really helpful things. First, it makes success a little bit easier to achieve. Your goal of getting a summer body might be something that takes three or more months of a commitment, which is a daunting amount of time and work before you get the reward. If your goal, if your larger goal was the summer body, but you have little chunks of experiments such as a week on one diet or two weeks of a certain workout, it feels much more approachable, manageable, and gives you more small successes along the way that can build some momentum. Second, it will start to show you what is most effective for you. No two people or bodies are the same. What might work really well for someone else could be the worst thing for you. You can always take more people's advice or get more opinions, but until you actually try something out, you won't know how well it will work for you. You may find that you can be a pretty flexible eater if you have the right workout routine, or you may find you don't have to work out much as long as you cut out your carbs or something. Running experiments and reflecting on them will start to show you what works specifically for your body and your situation. Third, you will start to learn about the routines or activities you enjoy. When it comes to achieving a goal, it is so important to enjoy the process. And when it comes to getting into summer shape, there may be some things you really enjoy and that work for you, or there's some things that you probably will really hate. You might run an experiment where you try to ride your bike to work three days a week for two weeks, or you try a new type of diet. You might come to realize you really like the biking and really hate the diet change. These experiments have shown you that you can make your goals easier to achieve by doing more activities that are fun for you to do. Never underestimate the power of something that's fun. The fourth is that you'll start to build momentum. When it comes to large goals like getting in shape, or really most goals for that matter, the first two to three weeks are the hardest because you have no momentum. You are used to whatever lifestyle you had before and have to shift into a new lifestyle. Running shorter experiments is an easier and more manageable way to start building some momentum and success. You will begin to find, if you successfully complete one experiment, the idea of running another doesn't sound so bad. If you went a whole week without potatoes or pasta, Maybe you could also go a whole week without soda, soda or alcohol. These little successes build your confidence and momentum and make running more experiments easier and achieving your goals easier over time. Fifth, 
is you'll have a way out. By the nature of experiments, there are going to be some that don't work for you, and that's just as important as finding the ones that do. But when your experiments are short and manageable, it's easier to stick to them for the duration of the experiment, and at the end of it, look back and say, hey, well, I guess I gave that one the old college try, but that's just not something I'll, that will work for me or something I can stick to. Having an experiment gives you a purposeful checkpoint and enables you to say, hey, this thing worked really well or this thing didn't work well and stop that experiment. But now I want to give you a few examples of some of the experiments I have run and how they've had an impact on me. There is no particular order, but I think you'll see a common theme between a few of them. Uh, and I'll pick most of these challenges I picked because they pushed my comfort zone and ideally had some sort of physical or mental benefit. So it was a few years ago I started running a few experiments. It started around New Year's, I believe, uh, sophomore year of college. And I did something called a challenge month, uh, all of January, I think of 2017. For that month, I didn't drink, I didn't smoke anything, I took cold showers every day for a month. This is the first time I ever ran an experiment, and it was so powerful. Not because I achieved any sort of great results, but it just showed me that if I had a goal, if I had a challenge and stuck to it, I could actually get through an experiment like this. So over the next handful of years, I tried a handful of different experiments. Some of them were good, some of them were bad, lots of them had to do with habits and routine. So a few of the experiments I ran over the next year or two was one where I did a, uh, a habit to build my flossing routine and just made myself, you know, have the challenge to floss every day for two weeks. And now I'm a daily flosser. I also tried some morning routine experiments. I experimented with meditating in the mornings. I experimented with yoga in the mornings. I experimented with reading in the mornings. And after all these experiments, I started to learn things. One, you know, how good yoga was for me, how good meditating was for me. I also learned that reading isn't that great for me, and it puts me to sleep. It makes me feel tired. So then quarantine hit, and working from home began. And I was given tons of times at home to run more experiments, especially ones that had to do with health. So around the start of quarantine, I began experimenting like crazy. I started experimenting with more diets. I tried going vegetarian for a month, which was great, but not great enough to make it a lifestyle. I still loved meat. I tried intermittent fasting, where I fast from 8 p.m. to noon every day, which turned out to be an amazing experiment that I will still implement today. I love my intermittent, intermittent fasting diet and feel great on it, but I would have never done that before or never found that out if I had never ran an experiment to try it. I also, going into winter, wanted to get stronger and build muscle, so I tried drinking a gallon of milk every day for a week, which absolutely sucked. 
but I gained weight and I put on muscle and got stronger. And so that is an example of an experiment that I definitely will not make a lifestyle, but it's just a fun challenge that had me giggling the whole time and made me feel so alive just doing something so out there and crazy. I also, you know, wanted to lose some weight coming into the summer. So I did an experiment where I did a water fast and I wanted to fast for seven days, but ended up doing a five day water fast where I drank nothing but water for five days. It was so intense and that experiment might've been the single best one for showing me how far I can actually push my body and just go five days without eating a single bite of food. Now, I'm currently running an experiment where I'm doing a slow-carb diet, which is going amazingly. For the first time in my life, I'm trimming up in what looks to be a healthy way and starting to see abs for the very first time. And I would have never known that if I didn't try this experiment of, of this diet. I also, over quarantine, ran an experiment where I trained for a triathlon. And that ended up turning into a long-term experiment where I ran a triathlon, which is crazy. I used to hate cardio, and now it's a part of my everyday life that's something I love. You know, I've also ran some goofy experiments. Not like the milk wasn't goofy, but, you know, one of my experiments was wearing a handlebar mustache for a week, which is, you know, wild. It's not something physical, not something mental, not a habit but literally just a way to push your comfort zone and try something weird and different. I had an experiment where I read before bed, an experiment where I woke up every day at 4 a.m., an experiment where I play guitar, an experiment where I took five minutes every day to start a business, which ended up getting my dog training business started, and a business experiment where I started training dogs and my dog training business in itself was an experiment. I knew it wasn't something that I'd do the rest of my life, but it was an experiment that, you know, if I could start a dog training business, I would have started a business. And so that was an experiment. I just see almost everything as little experiments and it makes it so much easier to start something, to fail something, to get up and try again, to look at what works, what doesn't, and you know, pivot, implement, and find the things that really resonate with you. All of these little passions and interests really are experiments. It takes the pressure of failure off and gives me the permission to try something and fail. You know, all of these experiments, most of them didn't become a permanent part of my life, but taught me something about myself. They showed me how resilient I can be, showed me how much discomfort I can handle, and showed me a handful of habits that actually have made a permanent and extraordinary impact on my day-to-day -day life. Some people say I'm like a mad scientist of my own life. I love learning more about what I can and can't do, expanding my comfort zone, and finding new happy habits one experiment at a time. But no matter where you are or what you've been through, think of one challenge, one experiment you might want to do for one week. Whether that's meditating five minutes a day for a week, or trying out a slow-carb diet, 
or cold showers or flossing your teeth or exercising for 10 minutes a day, pick an experiment. Set yourself some rules, a goal, and start pushing yourself a little bit to complete your experiment and expand your comfort zone. You might just find that the happiness in life you are looking for lies behind one little week-long experiment. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Shortcast with Ryan about experiments. This is something that I have kind of learned through Tim Ferriss, but really have implemented to my own life and is something that I absolutely love. Looking at all of these challenges or looking at life through the lens of experimentation has helped me hone in on a truer version of myself, a healthier and happier version of myself, and has kind of changed the way that I live my own life. Be a mad scientist with your life and try to find different things that resonate with you, and you will be an individual that has different things and experiments that work for you. But once again, thank you for listening. If you like this episode, there's plenty like it. Go and pick one or two out and give them a listen. Also, you can check out my website, realwithryan.com. From there, you can see all the other media that I create. I create YouTube videos. I create content on TikTok and Instagram. And I even have a blog called What I Learn From. And it's basically all the podcasts uh, and links to things that I've learned from in the past few weeks um, with direct links, whether that's YouTube videos, articles, or podcasts. So thank you so much. I challenge you and encourage you to try one week-long experiment, whatever that looks like, and be a mad scientist for your own life. But thank you for listening one last time, and as always, thank you for keeping it real with Ryan.